Low Elo is made possible by listeners just like you. And by Harry's. Handsomer, sharper, less expensiver, an exceptional shave at a fraction of the price. Visit harrys.com and use the code LOWELO for $5 off your first order. Reoccurring thumping. You're listening to the only League of Legends podcast that can easily kill everyone. You're listening to LOWELO. This is episode 110 of Low Elo. I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. Eat Gamer, and with me, as always, is Dave Quarles, a.k.a. Copy386. Howdy, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. You're going you're gonna to slowly ease into your regular voice here? I don't know about that. <laughs> And uh, bringing in the science team is Eric Belsas, a.k.a. Miley Cyrus. Remember, kilograms are your friend because they make you skinnier. That was my argument. (laughs) (laughs) I I decided to co-opt it for the intro. Yeah, no, people, listen, if if you're not on the metric system yet, start. And I mean, it's good to know both, right? Um, no. Metric oh, and no. yes. American Imperial. It, it's good to know as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the whole point is, is that, you know, if you're lifting weights like Compi is, then you do all of your lifting in uh, Imperial. Yeah, in pounds. But you weigh yourself in kilograms yeah. so that you can lose weight faster and lift, <laughs> lift more. more. <laughs> Well, but think about this. If you do all your lifting in grams, all of a sudden you're lifting like 45,000. Yeah, you know what? Uh, when I when I was lifting more often, I actually didn't count each rep uh, starting from the beginning. I counted each rep uh, total, you know. So I'd be sitting there calling out 481. <laughs> just overall 482 lifetime. yeah yeah you know call out your lifetime <laughs> yeah, uh well this week the koreans take over the world misfortune casts a spell on compi and eric levels his cue <clears throat> yeah <laughs> too uh, cute south koreans right <laughs> Yes, the the South Koreans. Although okay. I think I think uh, the North was supposed to schedule another launch recently, weren't they? Uh, yeah, I think so. Hmm. They're always doing something crazy up Man, there. Imagine if North Korea had a League of Legends team. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they could like. Okay, so my friend and I, we used to we used to our weekend adventures. We'd go to the dollar movie bin at Walmart, and this is like fifteen years ago. Right, and you could buy like. We would always buy this North Korea, this Korean anime, okay, uh, made in like the eighties, and they were totally like ripoffs of like Transformers, and but it would 
it would be like a part cartoon and then part reality where like the e- bad guy North Vietnamese troops would be like, you know, the world isn't really like your teacher says, you know, and all this stuff. And like, <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Raiders of Galaxy. If you if you get the opportunity, watch Raiders of Galaxy. It's a great, <laughs> great movie. I'm, I'm not sure I can endorse that. <laughs> Yeah, so we had the we had the All Star Games of uh, 2014, which honestly, I mean, were I think a lot more interesting than last year's All Star Games. I I mean, I'd have to roll back and go download the episode again, but I seem to remember just being kind of meh about last year's All Star mm-hmm, Games. Mm-hmm. Last uh, year, the only new thing was the whole magma chamber one v one, which was. Meh, like you just said, you know? Well, and, and Riot thinks it's meh, too, because you hear they've dropped development of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now they with all the game modes, you know, they have inter- interesting stuff that they can do. Yeah, yeah. So the the All-Star Games happened, and uh, SKT, like, is it, can we just start the SKT hype train now? They they won out, you know, undefeated. Um, so I think we just start it now, and we can ride it all the way through the finals, and just uh, get ready for another set of SKT skins, right? Yeah, and and what's funny is those skins came out kind of quietly. I thought like it was like a couple of days before All Star started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't see a single one. And then like two or three days into, or like you know, into All Stars, two or three games in, like all of a sudden it was, oh my gosh! Every game there was at least one SKT T one skin. Yeah. So, which are I mean they're they're cool skins. Okay, you know what? No, I think they have cool art. But in-game, they don't look all that special to me. No, they don't. No, they're not anything fantastic. I agree. Yeah. And they kind of like, I I don't approve of this. The, you know, the, Mundo, the whole thing with Mundo, with the TPA Mundo, was the, is the trophy, right? Yeah. Because of the sound, and it's funny because he's saying yeah, yeah. it's a trophy. <laughs> well, they did the same thing with the SKT T1 Jax. He's got a trophy on the end of a stick. Yeah. And it's just like, eh, okay, you're you're like trying to milk the same joke. You know, you could have come up with something new, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Or or like giving him like a one of those really long trophies where it's like the trophy at the top and then it's like the wood stand mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. down below. And he's just like wielding the entire trophy. I, I, I had a friend in high school who bought one like a five foot tall one of those. Yeah, yeah. Because because he came to the realization that you don't actually have to earn trophies. <laughs> you could just go to the trophy shop and buy one. Uh so he, he I I don't know. He, Did he get he, it engraved and everything? Oh yeah, yeah. The engraving was something utterly stupid. It, you know, sexiest man in the universe or something. Yeah, it was like um, num- number one philander. Yeah, yeah. But uh You can look that one up, kids. <laughs> it's like a philanthropist, right? Yeah, same thing. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so, so those, but those group stages, those were fun to watch. They were interesting to kind of see where the different regions matched up against each other, or I guess what we would call like the best of our regions. Um, I'm just, I'm really happy to report that Cloud Nine, like, didn't embarrass us. Yeah, we didn't come in last. Yeah, which I mean, I was I was really holding my breath, like I was like, oh man, what's gonna happen? You know, with with Lincoln there instead of High, they didn't have a complete team, and you know, we we kind of uh, with for all of our bravado, I have sort of accepted that we're a little bit behind other regions, and well, at least in the group stage, we uh, came in second place. 
Yeah, we came ahead of China. We came ahead of uh, Taipei Assassins. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone came out ahead oh. of TPA, who posted yeah. as zero and four. Um, but no, we we posted a very respectable three and one. There's people who are saying we didn't deserve the win against uh, Fnatic, which was a really close game. Fnatic was pretty much leading it for a while, and then uh, Fnatic decided that they wanted to see you know try their luck with four v five team fights. But, but those people are all European, so. <laughs> You know, <laughs> just just like the entire crowd who booed Cloud Nine when they got on stage. Yeah, <clears throat> America, right. two <laughs> two by fours and F one fifties. Yeah, but unfortunately, when we got into the uh, into the final stages or into the playoff stage, uh, I think we lost out pretty quick to uh, the Chinese team. I'm trying to remember their name. Up. OMG. Yes, yeah, OMG. So yeah, so we lost out to them, and OMG mm-hmm. went on to play against SKT1. TK uh, SKT1 beat them uh, three games in a row in a best of five. So uh, I mean, in all very definitively, it's watching SKT1 right now is a little bit embarrassing. Like I just I watch them, and I feel like all of the LCS I've been watching has been played on a lower level than but, what they execute on. Yeah. It's com- it and how badly they beat OMG and yeah, it's just yeah, it's a completely different level. It's what it's weird because I almost feel like against uh, a team like SKT One, it's almost like skill shots are just a bad idea. Like you shouldn't use skill shots against them because you'll just never hit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's certainly the impression I got. It, it's like if you wanted to make a team, because I was in my head, I was thinking like, how would I make a team? to counteract SKT. And it would be, well, just I have to pick abilities that cannot miss because otherwise they are going to miss every yeah. single time, which is what what was happening at All-Stars. Yeah, they just had this, this masterful control over their movement. Um, and it was constant. It wasn't just when things were being fired, but uh, go back and rewatch some of their laning phases and you'll notice that it's like uh, the way they sit there and move, they're always moving in a direction that will anticipate uh, mm-hmm. their, the mm-hmm. opponent's next move. Yeah, it's just machine efficiency. I yeah. mean, it's, 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 it's actually kind of hard to describe, I think. Uh, but go watch it, and it's like, you, it, it's, it's an, a, what, what you see in the U.S. and in Europe is an approximation of their movement. But still, nothing near the the real thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it's something special. So it, it just go go watch a couple of the games uh, that SKT played, and uh, take a look at the way, especially their bottom lane moves regularly. It's just it's something weird. Yeah. Um, but this year we had some other fun stuff. We had uh, where where they took the team, scrambled up the players. And had them play against each other with one person from each uh, region on each team. Well, yeah, the the uh, the All Star Challenge, as they called it, wasn't it wasn't players from each team that got to go to All Stars. It was players that we elected. Yeah, to go the to ones All-Stars. that we voted in. Mm-hmm. And so we had Team Ice versus Team Fire, as they <laughs> deemed. And and I like how they made their own. They made Team Ice and the Fire profiles on. Uh, on sports, yeah, yeah, and, and like uh, it's like founded in April 2014. <laughs> international, <laughs> international, yeah. It's like anyway, it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. But but uh, for me, the All Star Challenge 
was maybe the most interesting part of all stars. I mean, if I'm being honest, I went in with high hopes, but in the back of my head, it's like, yeah, SKT is going to win. There's, yeah. there's, there's not going to be a contest there, but all star challenge is interesting. Cause that's where they were playing earth. That's where they were playing hexakill. That's where they were doing one V ones. Um, and so it led to a lot of really interesting stuff. Yeah. I, I, uh, got to catch all of those matches actually. And, I was, I was impressed. I didn't, like, the 1v1, whatever. Um, you know, mm-hmm. just like Magma Chamber before, I was like, yeah, this isn't really what it's about. But, but Earth and Hexakill were genuinely hilarious. Um, but in different ways, like, Earth w- was really hilarious because it was just this gigantic, like, spam at mid, you know, everyone use your abilities as fast as possible. I think that <laughs> when, when it was done, uh, Team Fire won like forty-five to twelve and or thirteen, and, and <laughs> I think Bjergsen had more than half of those kills playing Ezreal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just dominated that match. Yeah, yeah, he was on fire. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No one's made that joke yet, right? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Definitely okay. not freak like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but then uh, the Hexakill was. Like different though that was that was cool it was it was less uh crazy they you know brought in their six and both teams opted for the double jungle and and that was actually like really interesting to see the you know see professionals playing on that level, seeing what they do with the stressed resources of having a sixth man and seeing who gets behind and who gets ahead and how much that matters was and, and how team fights change. Uh, on that level was was great. That was really cool. Well, it was interesting because I I mean Earth looked fun. It looked frenetic. Of course, there's a language barrier on these teams, so yeah. you're having to wonder like, okay, how much strategy is this? How much are they just going for it all in? Um, but but Hexakill felt incredibly tactical. It felt like okay, I am watching the best players in the world do some really interesting stuff. Um, it was not a blowout like, like earth ended up being, but in the end, I think team ice came out ahead. Yeah. Froggins team. Yeah. Yeah. Team ice won that one. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, not, not that the identity of the team at this point really well, matters. Fair, fair, fair <laughs> well, there, there was an overall winner though. So I guess they were keeping track of things. Um, yeah. But, but just overall, I thought this was a great event. Um, mm-hmm. it was, they had a, it had a great production value, better than the, last year's. You uh, know, there, if, if I can air one thing that, it, and it, it has to do with the all-star challenge, they did a challenge after the Hexakill that was called the pick 10 challenge, where the community got to pick the 10 champions that each team, you know, five and five the champions oh, that, that, that each I team didn't, would play. That I didn't watch. So what happened? Well, I, I don't blame you. Okay. So here's the community picks for team ice, Lucian, for team fire, Lucian. Okay. Uh. So, so there's your ADCs. Uh, and supports, ice gets thresh, fire gets Thresh. Uh, How about jungle? Ice gets Lee Sin. Fire gets Lee Sin. Yeah. It, with the exception of Anivia, who, of course, you're going to have Frogan playing Anivia, mm-hmm. and Zed and on the other side, it was just a mirror match. 
that and so sucks. so it ended up being like picks picks of the month really boring i wish i i wish we could have seen something crazy there that's mm-hmm. my only real complaint that i wanted to get out yeah yeah and it sounds like they, there's a problem with the format and they'll they'll learn from it hopefully they'll correct well, sure for it next sure time. i mean already like we were saying this is miles ahead of last year so yeah yeah but no a successful event great event um usually i don't go in for the cute stuff but uh i actually really enjoyed this one it sounded like i cut you off dave oh no no i was uh dealing i had a had a minor bug infestation over here but (laughs) but it's been handled so uh (laughs) okay dead the dead are arrayed before me and yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we also, in all of this, I don't think they were playing on the latest patch, but we had a new patch just drop on us, uh, which came with it a whole bunch of changes, among which was uh, Mage Fortune. Is, is she back? Yes. And need I remind you, I, I actually haven't tried it yet, but need <laughs> I remind you, I was at one time the author of the fifth best <laughs> myth, misfortune guide as paraded on by the community of mobifier.com. Yeah. That's like uh, dude, that's like having best in class <laughs> towing capacity for, you know, mid-sized si- sedan. No. <laughs> mid, you no, know, for, you know, mid-sized trucks less than 2000 pounds with a cab or something like that. Yeah, made in South Africa. Yeah. No. It, yeah, no. So at one time and that guide it was called Make It Rain and it was a guide to hybrid misfortune. Uh, and that was long uh, before they they changed a bunch of stuff on her. But now they gave what they did, and they, it, it's not that different. She's always had AP ratios on her ult, or she's had for a long time on her ult, and then on her E. There's always been an AP ratio with a stacking damage effect on her E. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then her W also. So now they gave it to her Q, which has always been her like big, you know, AD ability. They gave it a 0.35 on the first hit and then a 0.5 ratio on the second. Everything else is the same. So it still has a really good AD ratio, but they've added that AP in there. So maybe we'll see some, uh, some hybrid misfortunes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, among the other changes, we've also got uh, the Gragas Q now gives vision with his barrel. Uh, which, like, I always felt like that was weird that he would throw a barrel into something, and I just expected to be able to have vision. Yeah, um, it, it, the mechanic finally caught up with the design, or the, you know, the capability. Mm-hmm. I, I think they just didn't have that back when they first made Gregus, or couldn't but, conceive but, but of it or that, something. They did that with, like, other people, like, uh, like, uh... Help, help me out here. I'm trying to remember Lux? her name. Yeah, Lux. There you go. Well, Lux came way after Gragas. Well, yeah, way but I mean, but, but Lux is by no means but, a new well, champion. But I think they were doing that with uh, uh, Ash, because Ash was beta, and she had her little revealing arrows. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. <laughs> well, <laughs> well and the, but the thing about Gragas is like, and, you know, I got some flack before for talking about the Gragas buffs. And no, he's not the AP mid that he was, which a lot of people are saying, oh, no, it's such a shame. But I think he's much stronger of a ch- overall champion right now. They they gave vision on his Q and they increased the range of his ult. They increased it. It's already got an enormous range. Yeah. Uh, but they increase it. So I think that Gragas is... A, 
is a should be played as a support champion. Really? I mean, he's got yeah, he's got uh, you know, he's got the damage reduction now. It, his W when he drinks now it reduces damage done to him. It's it's always done that, but and then it gives him like a lichbane type attack. The Q can be used to not now get grant vision in a bush and to zone. I mean, you can just let that barrel sit there and be like, you can't go in that unless you want to take some damage. Mm-hmm. I've been zoned by some pretty aggressive, uh, you know, support Graguses. And then that ult is still just, it's a great initiator and it's a great, uh, gives great peel. If you want to get people away from your AD carry, you just throw it up, throw the barrel on them and there you go. So, and you know, it's got a stun. His his E now stuns rather than slows. It's got like a little stunning mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think Gragas is a much better support player or support champion than than before. See, I think uh, that he still may have a, a future nearby in in mid lane. Um, you know, the comment was made recently. I think uh, the realization was made recently that mid lane is starting to sort of transform worldwide into a, a, a utility lane. Um, partly because, you know, a lot of the really high damage people either get nerfed out or, uh, in the case of Cassidyn, just get banned in every single game ever. Yay. Uh, but there's, <laughs> but there's always more. I mean, there's Zed, there's Yasuo, there's Fizz. Well, but, but Yasuo mean, is, is a utility mid. Right, he's he's not a typical like blow you up with um, amazing damage from fifteen yards away, uh, you know hyper carry. Isn't he? I, I thought that's kind of what Yasuo did. <laughs> Among everything. Yeah, well, I mean, he does do everything, but uh, but but he has utility. You know, he has that hybrid sure, defense sure. offense thing going. Okay, and- okay, just real quickly, since I am a host on this show, I have the opportunity here that not everyone gets. Uh, if you're out there and you play Yasuo and you like beat someone and you like get a lot of kills and stuff, don't think that you're good. <laughs> Please, this is a public service announcement. Like Yasuo, I've been playing him this week. Uh, just for giggles and other things. And yeah, no, he's not hard at all. He's really ridiculously easy to dominate with. So if you're feeling good about yourself because you can murder people with Yasuo, don't stop it. There's, there's <laughs> copy. Just letting everyone right, know. Yeah. If you feel good about yourself, don't. <laughs> if you're anyway. Yeah. I know copy. You just, you just hate all the good champions. I do. Is there a problem with that? <laughs> It's very hipster. It's okay. It's okay, Comfy. I feel you. Yeah, uh, Eric, Eric feels me. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll. You know, we can. I'll, I'll play. What you my, guys do uh, in the privacy of your own podcast. <laughs> Eric knows you know. them feels. Yeah, I'll, I'll play my Ramus, and you can play your Quinn, and we'll have a jolly old time. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> hey, we're we might lose, but we're having more fun. Damn it! It's true. We're not. It's true. We're not. You know, bowing to the flavor of the month. Yeah, like Yasuo's. I'm sure that I'm sure that the Lee Sin that uh, you know Ward hopped behind you and kicked you into his team is having no fun at all. <laughs> He's just, you know, it's just work to him. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. What else did they do? They, you know, they made some uh, some minute changes to Jarvan and Malphite in the way that their uh, abilities scale with mana. Is that right? Uh yeah, the the changes themselves were they were so similar that it I felt like they were looked at as part of a group. So, 
uh, Jarvan, uh, the W, his, his shield, his golden, golden shield that he gets, uh, they just made it cost like a low amount of mana uh, throughout instead of scaling up. Um, for Malphite, they did the same with his brutal strikes, his W, which gives him the AoE uh, effect on his auto attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they made it cost like I think 25 or 30 mana, really low uh, throughout the whole thing. And then they both passives got buffed. Jarvan now does 10%. So it, the buffs themselves are are very, very minor. But I wanted to point out that because it's Jarvan and Malphite, two champions that have uh, traditionally we've seen as tank top lanes. We've talked about tanks a lot recently. Um, while these changes are very minute, it might indicate that Riot is starting to take a look at how top lane is bad. Even though, you know, Jat was on front of the screen a few weeks ago talking about the glorious triumvirate of Renekton, Mundo, and Shivana, uh, maybe we want to start looking beyond that and start looking at some actual old-school style tanks like Jarvan and Malphite, who, you know, we've said on here before, I miss terribly. So, like I said, small changes, but it could indicate they're starting to look in that direction, which I'm excited about. You don't you don't think that maybe they're just uh, wishing that they had built every single champion uh, like Garen with a certain you know with just cooldowns instead of uh, mana pools. Uh it, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's clearly not the same because uh, you know by by flattening out mana costs, you just kind of give them a guaranteed number of uh, uses uh, before they have to regen or you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before they run out. Uh, which isn't exactly the same, but it, it, like that's what it kind of feels like to me. That especially with all of uh, with recent uh, champions, I, I feel like there's so many champions coming out lately that are using weird energy systems or just cooldowns or whatever that they're really just rethinking mana as a resource, or at least as a primary resource for everybody. I mean, it doesn't even really make sense. Like Jarvan runs around, he like using mana. He's a caster. Like just from a, from a purely having nothing to do with mechanics and everything to do with like world and making sense. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, uh, but the, what keeps them bound to mana are, is the itemization in the game. Yeah. They would have to, they'd have to overall, cause, you know, I'd love to get one of the benefits, one of my old school Jarvan tank builds is I would rush, you know, Frozen Heart. And one of the great things about Frozen Hearts, if you have mana, is, you have lots Four, of mana. Four hundred more mana. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so you're like, oh, I can, I can stay fighting because I never run out of mana. But yeah, yeah. but if it, it feels like this changes, or changes like these, feel like signals that say we wish that they weren't bound to mana. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I mean, who knows where it'll go in the future? I think that there's a long term. Uh, future where they actually do overhaul the items to account for, you know, additional energy systems and everything. But but it's not now. Just kind of curious to see as it happens. Oh well, yeah, um, I mean, since we have this is like the speculation part. Yeah, so yeah, speculation let's do it. Let's hour. Speculate. All right, yeah. let's get into something concrete. We all knew that uh, heal in its current incarnation, even after like two rounds of nerfs, was still ridiculous and overpowered. Um, so they went and they nerfed that again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny that, that, you know, we, we, 
these they have like a long lengthy test period for this stuff right well you yeah, know they, and they play all these in- internal games it's like with with the heel and with feral flare i mean we pointed out right when they came out these are problems and yeah. and now i think with feral flare they've kind of overcompensated and gone a little too far but yeah. heel is just like they keep it's like uh, but then again, sometimes they do overreact, and then they'll say. So I mean, it's it's a delicate process. But yeah, I'm, glad to, process. I'm glad to see that heal is no longer cleanse. Also, yeah, they removed the cleanse <laughs> effect from heal. Um, I'm glad you brought up feral flare. That didn't make it into my notes, just because I don't really think very much of the item. But do you get the sense now? Um, e- even though I'm not a huge fan of feral flare, even when it was good in its original form, do you get the sense that? There, there's someone at Riot who's just saying, "Hey, do you guys remember when Riggles was bad? Um, we want Feral Fair Flare to be more like that." <laughs> well, uh, well, I mean, I, so I sympathize with Riot. I guess I sympathize with them because they wanted to introduce a new item, right? To to introduce to to let a whole different class of champion be a hero. And I Mm -hmm. think that's a great idea. That's, you know, you should be able to have as broad of a champion pool as, as possible within kind of the meta of the game. I think, I think that's great. And so they released this item. Yes, it's way overpowered. We recognize that because everyone is using it every game. Now, these days, first bands are stuff like master Yi, people who would abuse this item. Um, it's so well, first picks in like solo queues, or first bands in solo or, queues. F- first bands in solo queues. Sure, yeah, yeah. 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 Like if you're drafting around there. Um, right. So so riot. They went through. They they gutted feral flare, uh, especially as it transforms from wriggles into feral flare. Yeah. And the the reason that they cited was this. Actually, the same reason why I said it was bad on Warwick last episode, because the item in its current incarnation is bad for uh the other lanes. It's bad for the other lanes because the strategy is that you don't do your job as a jungler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It 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 I, I, we've it's nothing we haven't said before, but but I I hadn't realized just how problematic this was till I tried jungling on it and I realized I had no desire to help other people. Yeah. <laughs> Like like none. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're backing down off of it at this point. I think what they've re- what they've realized, and they they should have honestly. We level a lot of criticism at Riot. It's all because we wish that we want to make the game better. But this one, they really should have seen from the very beginning. You know, they created an item that was incentivized towards like disappearing and playing by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then they were magically surprised when people bought it and then didn't interact with the rest of their team for the game. If only teamwork was like a measurable thing or, you know, yeah. If only you being could get nice s- to your teammates, if only you could get stacks of being nice operation. to your teammates gives you a stack on this item. Okay. <laughs> well, here, no, 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 here, here, here's, here's, uh, here's how you change that item. Take uh, a form of Riggles, you know, tack on a few extra stats for the fact that you're going to have to pay for it, and uh, then make it so that uh, you get, how about this? You get a, riff off the top of my head, uh, you get a stat bonus 
to damage and uh, armor and magic resist uh, that is equal to the number of friendly players in a certain radius around you. Okay, that'd be and and that bonus lasts for uh you know five seconds and refreshes as long as you're you're in range. Hmm. Yeah. Or okay. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or or what if or or an item that scaled off assists? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean There's that too. I mean the the. the no, Final just stacks. assists. Oh, just just oh. assists, not on kills. <laughs> not on just kills. on assists. You have to be sure not to kill the enemy, but <laughs> well, get then, them really low so your friends do. I don't know, Eric. When you play Tarek, I mean, you usually get the kill. It's yeah, true. I'm just you, saying you get the the red <laughs> in your eye. Um, but no, I think that that's that's one way to fix it. Is that, you know, and if you wanted to make if you wanted to make an item that allowed people to carry uh, from the jungle. Then give them an item that both, uh, that they have to work towards in the jungle. Uh, you know, so you can still have the whole, like, you know, you have to kill stuff to level it up. Um, but its bonus is only good in the presence of teammates. Hmm. I mean, yeah. No, I think that's, that's a cool idea. Yeah, it's something to. It's, it's sort of the. It's it's sort of the opposite of like a Zeke's Herald or a uh, locket. You know, yeah. it it just works internally instead of externally. Yeah, I mean, it, you still have to find a way to make it so that the you're not rewarded for just sitting there and farming inside the jungle. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. Make it make it so that it uh, it transforms when you when you get a kill or an assist or something like that. Sure. Okay. I don't know. Um, just, just riffing, but, <clears throat> but clearly they're not happy with the way that it is. So they've nerfed it into the ground. Um, it no longer has scaling. Uh, what is it? It no longer has, uh, scaling health. Attack damage, attack speed, and lifesteal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so the health, the heal scaling, basic attack heal increases. They got rid of that. Yeah. They got rid of it gaining attack damage and attack speed. Uh, when transformed. Okay, yeah. So it still has the scaling on it. It just, it's, it's now, it starts out, like the item that you get when it transform, forms is a Riggles with mm-hmm. stacks. It's no longer mm-hmm. better than Riggles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, they also went through and reduced the damage to monsters for Madrid's Razors, Riggles, and Feral Flare. Uh, instead of 60 damage for the razors, it's now 50 for the lantern and for the feral flare. They now each do 75. Yeah. So, uh, but I think the, the most important item, ner- uh, nerf, the one that we're going to feel the most this patch is, uh, Sunfire Cape. Oh my God. Uh, they nerfed it to hell. Like yeah. it's, it's I, I'm not pretty sure much I, unusable. I'm yeah. not sure I will ever get a Sunfire Cape again. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's really a shame um, to see an item kind of go this direction. And and you know what, Sunfire Cape felt like it was in such a good place prior to this patch. Uh, and it's really weird to see the reasoning why uh, Riot has decided that they don't want players to ever buy it again. Yeah, and you know how they try to sell it? They tried to sell it as a buff too. Yeah, exactly. You know, it says it says particles updated, and yeah. you're like, ooh, and then you get in game, and you're like, what is this? Yeah, and it, and it turns out that no, it's just the cool fire particles that used to be there 
are now replaced with like some stupid spinning ground particle. Yeah, no, it's 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 like little waves of disappointment, dust, fart yeah. gas, fart gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you champions like, just farting across Summoner's Rift, doing doing what sixty five damage a second from yeah. from your farting. As, disclaimer: They didn't change any of the stats. It's just the uh, it's just the, the animation is now yeah. awful. It, but, but it's because they because they thought people would get confused and think that they were ignited. That's yeah. so dumb. That's they, so they dumb bought. because now it's like it's hard to tell if someone has a sunfire cape. Honestly, like you can't just look. Oh, he's he's on fire. He must have a he must have a sunfire cape. But but you might have been confused and cleansed your teammate because <laughs> oh he's on fire. He must be ignited. Yes, because everyone buys Mikhail's Crucible like always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the most popular item in the game, actually. I just, <laughs> I wish we could have had nice things. I mean, it's, it was such a cool effect yeah. before. Now, speaking of effects, though, I like the, like, this, they, they kind of quietly added a bunch of visual stuff. Not a bunch, but some significant stuff. Uh, they added aggro display for minions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, like, they now they get, get a little, like a little anger symbol. Yeah, a little angry head. icon over their heads, which is nice. I mean, if you no, it is. Yeah. didn't understand why you were dying before, maybe now you do. Um, and But like every single summoner spell looks different now. In fact, exhaust, I think, is hard. Like the first time I got exhausted or saw exhaust, I was like, what, what just happened? But <laughs> so all the, you know, you might have to look at those. But the best change is now the sound when you be back to base. When you get back to base, it's like, like, I'm back at base. Like, it's I, so epic. I didn't, like, I didn't feel it. Like, you guys told me this was awesome. So I tried it and, you know, I beat and I was like, well, this doesn't feel special. <laughs> Well, then you're lame. I, I don't know. Maybe you guys had your bass turned up higher or something. Maybe that's what I need to do is I need to turn my volume up. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're just lame. Or maybe I'm just lame and, and, and I hate fun. Yeah. That's that's why I hate Dominion, right? Because I hate fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did, is, do we want to talk about that? There's a new Dominion item, isn't there? Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's relevant in that... They took Revive out of the game, which didn't really affect those of us who play Summoner's Rift, right? Yeah. None of us were taking Revive. Yeah. But Revive is essential in Dominion, as I understand well, it. Only because there aren't any good players playing Dominion to come up with ways to use <laughs> the other Summoner abilities. I know, right? I haven't gotten in there and, and shown off the clutch clarity <laughs> in, uh, yeah. in Dominion. Yeah. Those clarities, man. <laughs> um. But so they added a trinket, a fourth trinket to Dominion. And this trinket is essentially hey, you get a revive at level one, at level seven, and what, 16? Uh, one, one, nine, nine and 14. 14. Okay. My numbers were terrible. Um, <laughs> I was in the metric system. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but but it's interesting because because now you just get to ro- you get to use revive three times and that's and and then buy a new trinket I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what happens? Do you can you just sell it and rebuy it? Does well, it I just do assume nothing? not because it's free. No, what they've yeah. done is they've turned Dominion into Contra. Oh. And you know <laughs> when you die 
even though you might lose the spread, you know, effect on from your gun, you'll you'll flip down from the sky and be ready to shoot again. Right. <laughs> but only three times, unless you have unless the code. you find yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which do you guys remember? Okay, for for those of you who are young to the game, remember the old patcher? How you could put the code in to to get into the game. Yeah, I heard about we? that. How like if there was a yeah. queue, you could put in Konami code, and yep, <laughs> it would it would just get you into the game immediately past the queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's it, some, it that's some obscure League of Legends trivia right there. Yep, that old patcher. Anyway, <laughs> some some things I'm glad to see are gone. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the the whole Adobe Air client is still kind of a nuisance in just so many ways yeah it's so, but, but it's silly. not as bad as what a lot of people say well okay well i'm glad that that it only took us like 10 seconds to cover that new trinket um <laughs> yeah so i mean that you know this is actually a pretty significant patch go look over the patch notes we covered uh some of the major highlights and things that we thought were interesting or uh you know indicative of future changes but uh, to really understand everything that's going on, you should probably check it out, read up on your favorite champions to make sure nothing changed. And then, ooh, ooh, uh, we should say, what about that, Eric? Uh, by the time you hear this, Brom might be out. They're right. you know, Brom's in this patch, but they haven't released. Yeah. Oh now, Eric, yeah, no, tell the story you, oh, of your friend. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't a friend. Uh, it was oh. just it was just someone um, who was playing Brom on live servers. Before he came um, out, let you guys know that he's not out yet. Yeah, yeah. And so when questioned, he said, oh, well, I got gifted a mystery champion. And um, and it was Braum. And so it got me thinking, like, well, sure, his data came with the patch. He's in the game. He's just not in the store, yeah. right? Yeah, they just haven't so, flipped the switch yet. <laughs> so apparently you can get mystery gifted people who aren't available yet. Yeah, which means that uh, you should be able to get mystery gifted. Uh, actually, can you send mystery skins? You can send you mystery can. skins. Yes, yeah. you can. Send. Yeah, because yeah, that's how. You, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's how you oh, get. Oh yeah. All the, so so I wonder if you. Stuff. Yeah, you can get early skins. I, I'm kind of looking forward to that Rangar skin. It looks cool. He's got a little hood and everything. I'm really, and it's not even in this patch, but there is a new Nami skin coming out, which I am so excited for. Yep. Well, that makes two of you. <laughs> Hey, um, hey. Oh, you know what? We we missed one of the major changes, a change that's really going to define um, not just the rest of this show, but I think a lot of changes in uh, LCS, like on the pro level and, and down. Oh, and that yeah. That is uh, trinkets. The trinkets are now usable instead of, of at 90 seconds. They're usable at 30 seconds. Yes, which if you have played this week or the past few days, you you know you've seen the effects. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it leads to some really interesting level one dynamics. Uh, well, I'm really glad because the what happened with the trinkets, you know, at their cur- at their old cooldown, is in uh, maybe not well actually in in a lot of pro play too, um, although not not at uh, all stars. Um, you notice it reduced the amount of anything happening before the laning phases started. Yeah, like there's very little invading because everyone was very cautious. There, like nobody really did anything, and now all of a sudden at 30 seconds, you got like this burst at 30 of all people doing crazy stuff and gathering information and getting adventurous with jungles. It's it's really cool. 
Yeah, and for uh, and many of my games, what I've seen is is it seems like a race for blue side to ward the tiny bush in front of Dragon Pit or to the left Dragon Pit, mm-hmm. and that's you know results in a lot of fights, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or you know people will invade. And like you said, you know, thirty seconds is really short. You can use your trinket really quickly in the start of the game. Uh, so. Yeah, it's led to a lot of level one shenanigans, which I kind of missed. I guess I didn't realize I I didn't actively realize, you know, that that was missing. But oh, yeah, before dude, the- before what enabled it was, you know, back when supports would actually buy wards, you know, <laughs> they drop a ward, you know, and you could the wards that you paid 75 G for, you could drop any time. So mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but with the trinkets, yeah, you're right. It kind of kind of fell off. But now we're all of a sudden back into level one fighting again which is fun yeah i think it's a really good move um but it primes us for our next discussion which was uh really all around level one uh we wanted to talk about uh you know the kind of different decisions that someone might have to make at level one uh as far as starting abilities uh starting builds uh information you know and as far as like what your plan might be so in in the old world you kind of just you primed yourself for your laning phase that right like if you if you weren't planning mm-hmm. to do anything mm-hmm. with your level one then you just prime yourself for the laning phase you buy whatever's going to be best in lane and then you go sit like next to your tower very safely and just hope that nothing happens but that's boring and you're losing mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities and you could be out there disrupting people so uh let's let's start with uh with you know what? Let's start with your first skill, because a lot of people instinctively just skill as soon as they get into the game. Uh, Compi, how does how does our attitude change uh, for our first skill uh, if we decide that we want to be more aggressive? Well, I don't mean to derail you, but I kind of want to back up from the first skill and say <sighs> it starts at the loading screen, right? You have to be able to look at a team and say they have a better level one than we do, and why? Because of the skills that you can get at level one okay for example and and the reason we're talking about skills is um in the loading screen it's important to decide do we want to level one or do we not as a team in a team game if you do then that's going to affect your decisions well it's really if not if you want to level it's it's if you want to be on the offense or if you want to be on the defense defense. oh yeah right uh but yeah okay touche but so let's take example the example i gave was like pantheon so if you're trying to be offensive, if you if you want to fight at level one, then on Pantheon, you're going to get his W, which is his his stun, his, where he jumps and stuns someone, because that is far more valuable in a level one fight than any, you know, the 40 damage or whatever he gets from his spear, which is what a Pantheon will normally get in a lane uh, to start a laning phase. So I think the safest thing to do is to not level up a skill until you know you get to lane uh if and or until you see someone oh hey here comes someone into this bush let me level up my stun stun everyone else levels up their stun stun dead yeah so <laughs> it's uh it's just important to to take stock of you know what the tools are available to you and a lot of people don't even think about that um so you just ask yourself, you know, the what you start off with, is that really best for you 
if there's a conflict or if you're going to fight against your enemy. Right. You, you, know, you want gonna... you want stuns and you want low cooldowns. Ezreal is a really good level one fighter because he also doesn't have a decision to make. Every Ezreal is going to level up Q first, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's got like a three second cooldown. So it's a great level. He's a great level one fighter. Um, if you're a Pantheon, you know, stuns are really good. Uh, of course, if you have like a Blitzcrank, any kind of displacement and a, a hook, uh, Thresh does not level up his hook normally. Uh, because they changed the passive to his E. So mm-hmm. you might, you know, if, if you're Thresh, you might want to save that and say, okay, I want to level up my hook because a hook is, you know, more likely to get a kill at level one. And that's the whole deal is is to try to get that first blood and possibly steal a buff from their jungler because if you pull off a successful invade, win a level one fight, you can set their jungler so far back that you've practically won the game. Yeah, you may even be able to set their lanes back. Uh, but the flip side to this is that even on a successful invade, you may actually end up setting your own team back. So it's impar- important to know... Uh, when to get out. Now, of course, you can mitigate a lot of that with, uh, you know, wards at the beginning as you guys, uh, choose what you're going to do, warding the, uh, objectives, uh, before gathering up and invading or, you know, gathering up to, to counter invade or whatever you plan to do. Uh, so information really does matter. And it's gonna matter even more now that you can use your trinkets at 30 seconds in. Um, but, Knowing that, uh, it's a good time for you, for, if you're, if you're the bottom lane and you're helping with an invade, uh, it, you gotta know when it's time for you to get out and get to your lane. Uh, and hopefully that's before the enemy has knocked down, you know, two <laughs> rows of minions and is, uh, trying to go after your tower. Uh, cause all of the, the, all, there's a certain point at which the benefit you get from being aggressive at the very beginning in the jungle, uh, can erode away into putting you permanently behind your laning opponent. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got a, it's, and we've talked about this before. Is opportunity cost every every time you have a level one invade? There's an opportunity cost for the invading team as well. Um, the uh, the enemy team might just say, okay, I'll start red instead, and you know, not be behind, and then yeah, and work around all of your you lanes. And... Yeah, it's and so it can have very little effect. Um, even if even if you get first blood, which is four hundred gold for someone, which is nice, right. um, but it's not it's not game changing the way being two levels up in the first two minutes is. Uh, so, yeah, there's an opportunity, and I think again, it's this is an argument for the different trinkets. <laughs> I think it's a lot more likely that someone's going to pick up a lens because of this. So that you can clear out, you know, okay, there's invade, there's level one shenanigans going on at the red buff. All right. Okay. Let's kind of, there's, if there's kind of a engage and then nobody really dies, then you want to lens that, uh, scan that bush so you can actually do red when it spawns. I, uh, I think we're going to see more pinks. At level one? Yeah. Pink wards? Yeah. You just say that because you play Warwick and you buy a pink every, every time. <laughs> Well, but but any any jungler that I can, I'll buy a pink. Right. Oh man, my throat's going out. <clears throat> That's I do the same thing. Yeah, but but I think it's going to incentivize people to uh, get pink wards because it'll you know it'll give them uh, <clears throat> it's safer, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you can't be there first, you can at least clear an area and know that it's clear. Yeah. And that it's going to stay that way, which isn't a benefit that you get from Lens. Because you can set down the pink ward, and then you can continue to be aggressive 
with uh, you know other other wards in your inventory or your trinket ward, and just hit up the you know the enemy side of the jungle and know that your side is protected by that pink ward. You know, I mean, it's not protected from them going in, but it's protected with knowledge. Yeah, and we were playing a game yesterday, and I I think it was stretch jungling on Udir, and we were they had a jungle Syndra. And we were like, why in the world do they have a jungle Syndra? And, uh, and, and, you know, then, and then Syndra took like four of his buffs in a row and you figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So what they, what, what they did is it, it was Syndra. And, Syndra. <laughs> yeah. Just pulled the blue over the wall. It's like, haha, you can't get it. Smited it and ran off. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> stole the buff. So yeah, Syndra. Should have put, should have put a but, uh, pink ward in that bush. Yeah, I mean, but the the, the early trinkets, you know, <laughs> really kind of help that. Yep. And there's a lot more level one shenanigans, like we saw at All Stars, and it's just, I don't know, it's I'm I'm really excited because it's kind of a lost art. I mean, I mean, we used to invade all the time. I mean, we still yeah. do. Yeah, we but <laughs> <laughs> but now it's more fun, I guess, for some reason. Oh man, you know, you know what still isn't going to play a role in all this. Blue trinket. What? Blue trinket. <laughs> it doesn't uh, even get a word now. It just gets a color. Yeah. The crying yeah. orb. Yeah, crying orb. <laughs> it's I so mean it's bad. not. Like there's no there's still no role for it. No. They should probably put clarity on it. <laughs> <laughs> and flash. Gave mana. Take it every time. <laughs> it, yeah. It it gives mana and it flashes. Oh man. man. But yeah, so level 1 fighting, it's it's the new hotness and uh it can really set the tone of a game. I mean, uh there's one game where uh, their enemy jungle, I think it was a nocturne, was just like level 4 when everyone else was level like 7 or 8. And it's just it's it's really sad. I feel bad <laughs> for that nocturne, but you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Before we get into email and uh, listener feedback uh, and our game and everything, I, I do want to just give a shout out to our sponsor, Harry's.com. Uh, check them out. It's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. You can use the code LOWELO, L-O-W-E-L-O, for $5 off your first purchase. Uh, these guys, they sell shaving kits for men. Uh, they shipped us each a uh, shaving kit to get an idea of what they what they got on stock. And what came to us were uh, these very simple boxes in the mail that had a really nice razor handle in it, three cartridges, and some shaving cream. I guess the I think that the entire thing is uh, twenty bucks if we were to order it for ourselves. And uh, have each of you had a chance to shave with it? I mean, I have. I think it's fantastic. Oh yeah, I mean, I, and so, shaving was always something I dreaded. I never liked shaving, so I never. You but know. but you're but you're like a cheapskate. You always use like the the Bix, right? Yeah, no. And I thought that you know the Bix, like yeah, the little plastic. You know, you buy a sack of them for two dollars, and uh, yeah. So shaving was painful, and it was a chore, and I didn't like it. So I only did it every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this, I'm like, I look forward to shaving. Like I I shave a lot more just because the razor. It's so comfortable and nice. It doesn't. I don't cut myself, and I like it. I like yeah, it a lot. Dev, uh, did you use the sh- uh, the cream that came with it? Did either of you use the cream that came with it? Because I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. special. Yeah, I mean, I frankly, b- before uh, I, I'm a guy who shaves 
uh, on weekdays. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take weekends off, admittedly. Yeah. Um, well, and, and but, all three of us tend to maintain a beard. So. Yeah, yeah. These days, I, I'm just wearing a mustache uh, for kicks. But yeah. um, that that being said, I, I like to I like to keep it trim, you know. Um, and. I always hated shaving because I always, well, first of all, I always shaved at night because I would shave and then my face would be irritated and, and like maybe even a little red. And I just figured that was shaving. I figured, oh, I must have thick facial hair. Shaving must just irritate my face. Uh But um, I have discovered that is incorrect. I have discovered that a high quality razor and a really nice, uh, their, their shave cream, it's so like, smooth and eucalyptus it, dude it has eucalyptus oh, it in it smells so good um shaving does not irritate my face and make me make me itchy for like an hour um it actually feels quite nice so, yeah yeah i i i use uh you know store cart- cartridges that i buy at the store and uh it, it kind of sickened me actually when i went to go and subscribe to to get uh extra cartridges for harry's when I found out that theirs cost less than two bucks each, because uh, when I buy cartridges for my old razor, uh, which <laughs> is definitely my old razor now, like it, it is in the trash can. Um, like the, the, it, it was ridiculous. I'd buy like a five pack of cartridges and it would cost like 40 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it just felt like such a ripoff. Like when there was a sale and I could get cartridges for, you know, $4 each, it was like, Awesome, great, stock up for months. And, and they'll, like, Harry's just ships me, is going to ship me. I haven't, the, I have it scheduled to start next month, which is another nice thing. Um, they ship them for less than two bucks a cartridge. And they're just, they're actually, they're better. Like, they're, they are, I'm ready to say that they are just better razors, uh, than what you get at the store, like the name brand stuff. It's a really nice shave. Um, and a really nice handle and, a, you know, just a really nice experience overall getting all that through the mail. So I think that <clears throat> anyone out there that, uh, if you do shave, uh, regularly or not, then you kind of owe it to yourself at this point. Check out Harry's and see what they have to offer. You can get started for as low as 15 bucks a month and use the code at checkout, uh, low elo, L-O-W-E-L-O for that extra five bucks off. Um, but I, I think every single one of us would recommend it to you at this point. I think that's the, that's what Brom would use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Brom is like upcoming here. Yeah. You know what? I think, uh, Brom is a, a prime Harry's candidate. <laughs> Definitely. Manly man. Yeah. Manly man. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So, uh, I think last week we asked people to write in with, uh, a, a champion skin idea based off of a historical figure, right? Yes, but I am not satisfied. So, no, ne- and uh, neither am I. So I think we <laughs> need to extend this for another week. And yeah. because, uh, people, you need to, I mean, come on, let's, let's get creative. I know let's we get, released the replies that the we've gotten are not very good. I'm just yeah. going to be honest. Uh, yeah. so just so you, you know, step up your game, listeners. Justin Bieber, not a historical figure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. As much as we would all love a, you know, Justin Bieber, Ezreal. No. <clears throat> no. <laughs> the voice so, yeah. clips, you know, would be interesting. <laughs> right. 
Um, so we're going to continue that for another week. Uh, you can send your entries to team at lowelo.com. You just mark them as you, as the game. Let us know, uh, you know, if you could come up with any skin for your favorite champion with a, uh, historical, uh, based off of a historical figure, uh, what would it be and, uh, why? Yeah. Be creative and funny and short. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Especially funny and short. Uh, what do we got for email though? Uh, because well, we I have... know there was no shortage of email. Do you remember there is a meme, uh, and I'm not sure if it's still around, but uh, verbose, where verbose. I, it was most popular, I think, with TF2, uh, like meet the heavy and meet the demo man videos. Hmm. And people would do verbose versions and they'd make it black and white. They'd put like a top hat and monocle and they would have the anyway. It's very verbose. Anyway, go look it up on the Internet, guys. But James is accusing our uh, encouragement of players to communicate uh, as being quite verbose. Like rather than saying this, Leona, saying something like, Leona, your decision making in this lane is questionable. Please consider a more cautionary approach in future engagements. No offense intended, my good lady. Uh, (laughs) He says, I envision myself typing and then dying from a gang, followed by entering this into chat. Leona, your decision making D D D D D D D D D. (laughs) So James asks, how can we communicate effectively while still focusing on the game? So Um Well, uh, how how about this? How about this? <laughs> if it didn't go so well the first time, then uh, here's the shorthand version. Uh, Leona, I'm going to come around for another gank in a few. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Oh, no, that sounds pretty verbose. It seems so, so coming too bo- verbose. Coming uh, I, so I'm <laughs> going to offer up an answer here that Copy is going to despise with all his heart. Okay. My suggestion is curse voice. Oh my God. It's terrible. (laughs) I have been playing recently. I've been playing ranked games recently. Um, Can you just like bleep them out? You know, I mean, curse isn't a sponsor of ours. (laughs) Every, every time that we say curse, just give it like a a beep. Uh, I'm thinking a sine wave at uh, 1000 Hertz. (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna make a custom bleep. Yeah, be like, <laughs> that's that's the sound I'll use. Okay, okay. I well, I've been playing recently, and I've been just dropping a link into chat to to communicate via voice, and I have been having people come in. I haven't have people come in and and yell swear words and obscenities and belching. I've had people come in ready to communicate, ready to call ganks, ready to talk strategy, and it has made really, really effective games. Um, What kind of evidence we call that, Eric? Anecdotal. You know how much anecdotal evidence matters? No. I agree. And and voice. Uh, <laughs> just like, you're just self believing yourself now. <laughs> just went into open beta, so now anyone can yes. get it. And, and, and that's that's why I'm bringing it up now. In, in principle, I think it's a great thing uh, that, yeah, they had to get rid of the timers or whatever. But it's like, first, as Jeff pointed out, there's no volume control. Second, if you have any kind of sound issue, it's probably because cursed voice caused it. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I, I remember the first time I tried to record a podcast after installing Curse yeah. Voice. It was like ten minutes of troubleshooting before I just closed Curse Voice and oh wow, that fixed my sound yeah. issue. So if you're a podcaster, you know, <laughs> who relies on audio frequently from your computer, it might not be such a good idea. But for the average user, I would say Curse Voice is probably a really good thing. <clears throat> it's uh I've been playing with Mega Fan Darkwing Duck a lot. And we always just, yeah, we drop a link. We'll get one or two people hopping into our uh, mm-hmm. little channel. And uh, it's, yeah, it's been a good experience. So Well, once they get us to a certain amount of users, they'll just start dropping in ads. Oh, probably. Like, Thanks yeah. for connecting to this this instance of Curse Voice. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it's like, who's the sixth person that just joined? <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name's Jenny. Can I interest you in... Apples. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what who sponsors Curse. Hey guys, it looks like you're on the loading screen right now. Could I or could I ask you one to three questions based on your habits for eating fast food while you wait? <laughs> uh, um, that, that's that's one answer. I mean, the the thing is though is that we're not saying that you have to be complicated. You just have to make sure that your communication is valuable. <laughs> Because, you know, saying this Leona isn't valuable and actually has more, I mean, obvious negative connotations versus positive. Whereas you could just say nothing. You know, if you disapprove, then just don't say anything. Also, um, you do spend quite a bit of time. It, okay. One, you're saying you want to communicate because bad things are happening. Well, when bad things are happening, you're probably dead a lot. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. take the time to type these these long-winded sentences while you're dead, and it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, the other side is, though, is that if, you know, letting someone know nice gank is fine. You know, letting yeah. letting someone know good initiation, that's, that's perfect. You know, telling uh, the positive reinforcement is really where we need it the, the most. You know, like saying NJ is like that bare minimum and er- that kind of goes out to everybody. But or one of GTA. our points, yeah, but one of our points was that giving specific feedback is a lot more valuable, especially for positive feedback. So instead of saying NJ, say nice gank. Yeah. You know, or, you know, good supporting or, you know, uh, you know, nice teleport. It, I just, like the cut of your jib. Yeah, I, I like the cut of your jib. You know, the placement of your vision ward was superb. <laughs> anyway, your, so your look, use of you scanning lens is superior to my uh, to those that I have previous laning experience. Man, that was a real clutch clarity. I can't believe you just you just won us the game. There. Said nobody ever. Oh, we got another email from Rich who has an idea. Uh, about summoner spells speaking of clarity he says hey jeff dave and eric especially eric science op so it sounds like you have a fan eric it's my first one (laughs) Uh, he says uh last week we talked about underutilized summoner spells he he has an idea to give summoner spells a passive uh for example clarity would have the current active plus 10 percent cooldown reduction as a passive Ghosts would give 5% movement speed as a passive, just as examples. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I think that those number, those example numbers are way too high. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> but that's actually kind of an interesting well, idea. Do you remember what if, the old Fortify had that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like that, that, that'd be nice to kind of interesting to bring back. Like suddenly flash would be a lot less 
cool if exhaust came with like plus one percent move speed. Mm-hmm. You know, For sure. That, I mean, that's an extra rune. Yeah, that and, I, I like this and, idea. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> it's and it's an easy way to balance things out because you know, Flash could have like a really crappy passive where it's like you know. But Clarity could have a really good one. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. Clarity's already pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, you know, it, and you could just kind of tweak them up and down a little bit. And, you know, that, that's that's a really interesting uh, way of balancing it out. I kind of like that. I think Riot might want to explore some of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Thanks good for idea. the idea, Rich. Uh, we got an email from mm-hmm. Rinrick. He says, so a few weeks ago, I unfriended someone because of his negativity. Oh, I hope it wasn't me. I hope so. <laughs> uh, he constantly blamed other people for losing, including me and other friends, and also oh, got angry like when we suggested better items for him. So he, oh, was yeah. doing, he was doing stupid builds like Jeff does. Uh, yeah. He says, I unfriended him and ignored him after an argument we had. I wonder if I did the right thing. <laughs> um, I think Renrick wants permission... <laughs> From us to ignore and unfriend people. No, and I honestly I think that the fact that he's writing into us, he's asking for permission to unignore this guy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And and oh. you know what? I uh, speaking from experience, I think that if you're having second thoughts over whether or not you should have ignored somebody on the internet, then you should probably just you know unignore them and like reconcile or you could be a man and stick by stick to your guns yeah you, you say, could just be a man and stick to your guns and i'm proud of it <laughs> and i never want to talk to you again it's so easy the internet i mean you just ignore and you'll never ever hear from that person again yeah it is it is but at the same time like if they're if they've been a good friend to you for a while then you know maybe you don't want to sacrifice that relationship uh you might just it, it might be worth it to just have a conversation with them and I'm not saying that you haven't. Maybe you already have. But, you know, just letting them know is like, uh, hey, dude, you kind of freak out when you play League of Legends. So I'm, you know, let's go play Titanfall. And, uh, you know, that then, you know, they kind of get play a framework. tabletop simulator. <laughs> yeah, tabletop. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the perfect game to play with everyone ever. <laughs> I hope I hope that there's a MOBA mod in the near future for Tabletop Simulator. <laughs> oh my okay. gosh. I got one more email from AJ, and it's funny because, Eric, you already kind of spotted this email and said you didn't want to read it, but I'm going to read it. Oh, uh, copy. And if, and if you don't like it, you can just ignore and unfriend me, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doing, doing, it, doing it right now. Oh, man. All right. Oh, he says, man. I, this is, comes from AJ. I'm going to have I'm, to ferry messages back and forth. Gonna, <laughs> so I'm Compy assume, told me to tell you <laughs> to refriend him and unignore him. Well, you could tell Compy <laughs> that clarity is a great spell. Okay. So AJ says, I have been playing ever since Jinx came out. And the wow. way you phrase that sentence makes it sound like you're trying to say that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh yeah jinx came out what last week was that uh, oh i think November. jinx came out at the end of last yes, year yeah, so. blah, blah. and he says i've gotten to level 30 somehow cool. i was placed into silver three at first i was like awesome. yes but then i realized that i am actually a low silver high bronze level player in every game i now play i feed or get carried how can i fix this just keep playing dude 
Yeah. Like a, that's like our universal answer to everything, right? Um, the, the, it's, it's the leagues and your ranking in them is really just the law of averages. You know, it's just going to, it's all it's trying to do is get you placed at the level that makes sense where you're going to lose, uh, slash win 50% of your games. Well, I don't think it's even that. Even. I mean, this guy's only been playing five months. Yeah. I mean, do you even know the names of all the champions yet? <laughs> Come on. I mean, he, he knows. Oh, I am no, but I mean, there's there's knowing who champions are and there's knowing what they do. And I've been. Well, playing, I'm not saying that he doesn't have any more room to grow. He clearly well, does. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like you need to. And one way that I learned to to do that, especially now with Team Builder, oh man, play every champion. Buy them all and play them all because now you can say, I want to play Vladimir and you can be guaranteed that you're going to play Vladimir and nobody's going to say anything about it. Well, yeah, that and I mean, losing a game doesn't make the experience of losing that game less valid. Mm -hmm. You know, losing is actually a really important part of uh, learning how to win. You don't you're generally not going to get better at a certain point by winning all of your games. You're get, and mm-hmm. you know what? You're not going to get better by losing games just very narrowly by the skin of your teeth. Uh, it's going to come down sometimes where the the you make large epiphanies where you uh, learn things about your gaming style by getting trounced. Mm-hmm. You know, because let's face it, if you get wrecked, like just completely wrecked, chances are you're playing against people who are like way out of your league. And yeah. those should be like, those should be eye openers for you. Those should be the ones where you just go, okay, okay, why did I just get wrecked? What was different about that guy, uh, or, you know, that team compared to every other team that I've been up against today? And you can, you can see it. Maybe not now since you're so new, but like I can play a game and you can size someone up like almost instantly in a lane. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, oh, wow, that person's really good. And now, of course, we have LOL Nexus and we can look up, oh, yep, that's a Diamond 2, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> right. like, and then it's like, okay, well, that Diamond 2 player just kicked my butt. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to feel bad about it because, you know, I'm going to learn from that. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. never knew you could play Caitlyn that way, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, and don't feel bad about, like, getting carried. It's a team game. Um, and even if like one person, if it looks on the scoreboard, like they're doing all the work, remember that, uh, if you and your and th- three other people on your team weren't there and they were doing a one V five the entire time, it would have been a very different game. Yeah. So even when you're getting carried, like there's something that happened in that game and maybe it wasn't just you. It was probably a culmination of everybody's efforts. But, uh, you know, one guy carrying is usually the result of four people enabling him. Or you can play co-op versus AI. And what was, what was the phrase? Everything's groovy, man. Everything's groovy. You don't have to worry about those kinds of things. Yeah, everything's you groovy, man. Chill out, put in an episode of FFHR, and uh, you know what? Kill some easy bots. Wait, hey, now you can add intermediate bots to a custom game. Yeah. So. <laughs> So our 2v5s just got a lot more interesting. <laughs> right. <laughs> or difficult. Yeah. Good question, though. And, uh, you know, keep it up. You'll you'll be fine. Yeah. 
I mean, the fact that just the fact that you're even asking that question that tells me you're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. You're not like, <laughs> oh, I've been playing since Jinx came out, and I am so good at the game, but my teammates have keep kept me in bronze. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's never the case. You know? That's good. You're looking internally. <clears throat> so, all right. Uh, with future emails, always continue send. Always continue send. Always continue, <laughs> continue send. send. Yes. Always continue send team at lowelo.com. Email uh, computer device. Yes. Checking. Read them. Will we? I don't know. That got kind of Yoda, but. Yeah, but it, it works. <laughs> I think people understand. Uh, you can also leave us uh, reviews on iTunes. Reviews like this one by PaddleBuddy152, who says, Welcome to the League of Low Elo. Not low elo, low elo. <laughs> I think that's what he's saying. In all seriousness, the podcast might be the best thing since picking up lol and can entertain the young and slightly older hipsters. If you need a fix of lol with less of the preservatives, low elo is meant for you. Warning, choking hazards for those who think jokes are funny. I like jokes. Uh, I one, tend to find them funny. Yeah, one cat man says, wow, this podcast, three hosts versus one listener. Really? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, just listening to episode 108, I cannot express how beneficial this podcast is to the enjoyment of the game. For me and many others, it is the hosts in the community that make uh, playing League fun. Keep up the great work and look forward to seeing in-game. Cyber... Deathwing? Yeah, Cyber Deathwing. Okay. Uh, he says, because, uh, amazing, because you guys, uh, because of you guys, I have learned so much about the game and how to play better. And because of your loyal followers, I have met countless number of people through Blind and ARAM and Team Builder that when they start fighting amongst themselves, I just say stop and stay classy and we all laugh and talk about your podcast. So thanks guys <laughs> for doing what you do. Hope I get the chance to play with you sometime soon. And then uh, Duke Rific says law perfection and calls us the Yasuo of podcasts. <laughs> How does that make you feel, Dave? Oh, man. <laughs> now, as, since I have been delving into the dark arts of Yasuo this week, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, now, now you have to take back all the mean things you said about Yasuo. No, I don't. They're still true. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Duke Horrific, and uh, everyone else for leaving your reviews uh, for us on iTunes. Uh, if you haven't left left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you listen to us on, please do so. They help us get a little bit more spread, and, you know, gets us out into the community, and uh, we love reading them on the air. You know, bragging rights, all that. And I have one more thing before Uh-oh. you do the spiel. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We did get some art. If you guys remember a couple episodes ago. Oh yeah. Uh, we got some art. Uh, for we got a logo for the London Basketballers. Which is really cool. Uh, we I've tweeted that. We also got one from the Wales Wales, uh, and that's thanks to Will, uh, who is Deathshot zero 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 in game. That his that's his summoner name and his Deviant Art page. Uh, so if you want to see him, go check it out there, and uh, also check our Twitters for those. But uh, thanks, Will, for that because they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very cool, very cool. Um, but yeah, so write us reviews. I, I forgot where I was. Are we at the end of the podcast now? Yeah, we're at the end. Yeah, oh, man, that felt like it went really. That's why fast. I had to I had to jab that in there. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's good. Just, you know, cram that stuff in there. Yeah, before the end. <laughs> okay, well, uh, with that bombshell, <clears throat> gotta kind of work out my neck here a little bit. And, okay. Deep breath. Low Elo is recorded by the hosts, produced by Jeff Wyckoff, and edited by Dave Quarles. Our website is lowelo.com. Our Twitch stream is twitch.tv slash community, and you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash community. You can join us in-game in the Low Elo chat room. All one word, L-O-W-E-L-O. My Twitter is EatGamer. Dave's is Lowelo Dave, and Eric's is Belsas, spelled B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Lowelo is supported first by listener donations. For more information, visit lowelo.com slash donate, and don't forget to catch our new show, Foam Finger Hat Robot, at foamfingerhatrobot.com. Thank you for listening to Lowelo, episode 110, and don't forget, stay classy, summoners. like his favorite place in the world now all right and yeah. you know what scares me what's that the metric system what about <laughs> it? like i don't know how far a meter is like i yes i've seen nope, a meter really? stick before but like like you can tell me 10 feet i know what that is i know what 10 feet is 10 meters i have no idea what that is okay. you know what a yard <laughs> is yes so you know what a meter is <laughs> It's not they're, exactly the same, is it? Well, well not exactly, but, but, but they're within, approximately within, the same. within like two and a half inches. Yeah. Okay. Well, still kilometers, miles, kilograms. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. that's one, scary and weird. One point yeah. eight kilometers to a uh, mile. Well, yeah, that's the weird version. But <laughs> the weird I version? usually just go three to five. Like there oh, are okay, three yeah, yeah. miles in five kilometers. And that's with, that's within one percent tolerance. See, I don't want to do these calculations all the time. I just want to know how far something is. I have a, well, I have a ballpark idea. If it's not start, based. If start, it's not based on a on American football start field. Living I don't in the metric system. No, like my well, dude, dude. The metric, metric system, system will make you thinner. Yeah. <laughs> I run my car in kilometers per hour. It's uh, it's also one point eight on the kilograms, right? Or is it more? Uh, I think it's like two point two pounds. Two point two pounds to a kilogram. Two point three, maybe. Okay.
Yeah, see, Compi, if you if you weighed yourself in metric, you'd be lighter. Well, don't, don't <laughs> you... the number would just be smaller. <laughs> yeah, that makes you thinner. When you lift, are your weights labeled in pounds? Yes. Oh, weird. Yeah. I... Well, they're labeled in both, actually. But... Oh, okay. I, I my weight sets for some reason just labeled in kilograms. I've been to gyms. This one I can find. So. so. Cheap imported so from China. I more, though. So I want to lift weights in pounds, but weigh myself in kilograms. No, right. you won't weigh yourself in stone. Ooh, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think I weigh, what, like eight stone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude, you need to eat a sandwich. Oh, I, weigh, I weigh 15 stone, according to Google. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, you need to lay off the sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. 